Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Arsaholics. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, so you've got myself, Myers, as the host today, and I'm joined by a new guest of the show, Ruben. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Hello to everyone tuning in from all different corners of the world. <laughs> How you doing, mate? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, despite the result yesterday, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, it's good to have you on. Good to have you on. Thank you for joining us. Um, Thank you for having me, man. I, like I like I did mention in the uh, response, I don't know how uh, well, how much of a deep dive I'll be able to give, but, you know, just another well, Arsenal fan just trying to rant, I guess, right? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no, let's do it, man. I mean, look, you were at the game with us yesterday, obviously. Um, you sat in the clock end. Um, I did indeed, we sit, yeah. We sit in the North Bank. So, obviously, opposite ends, which is quite good because we should both be able to give different perspectives from what we saw, where we were sitting or where we were standing. Um, first things first, let me just kind of get it out of the way. So obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, um, we'd really, really appreciate a thumbs up on the video. It just goes a really long way to, to helping us grow the channel. Um, and if you haven't already, please do subscribe. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, um, if you can rate us or like us, um, again, it just really helps grow the channel. So thank you very much. We do appreciate it. Um, all right, mate. So let's let's sort of get straight into it because um like i said we both went to the game yesterday um arsenal 1 man city 3 i mean a pretty tough defeat to take um yeah and i guess potentially a result that a lot of people expected if you're being completely honest like i think between me rajesh and aaron and we all actually predicted we'd lose especially after we saw that thomas party wasn't going to be fit um, and was going to miss the game I mean, going into the match, mate, like we, me and you met up for a few drinks beforehand as well. Like, how were you feeling? And when you heard the news about Partey being out? Well, you kind well. of ruined my journey in, I'll be honest with you, because I was <laughs> um, kind of trying to ignore like the kind of messages from the WhatsApp group saying party isn't starting. Yeah. Um, and I think I would have been more confident having, you know, um, like Jorginho is a great player, right? I think just to put that on the side. And I think he's a suitable replacement, but just chucking him straight away at the City game, because obviously we thought that would be the replacement, you know, straight away and stuff, which we'll get into, I think, later on in this conversation, because I think he did perform well, um, given the opponent. But yeah, like leading up to it, I was very jittery. I was obviously a bit nervous, um, but I did, unfortunately, predict 3-1 Arsenal, if you might remember, I don't know. So, and this is knowing that party wasn't going to start. I just had this feeling, man. I just had the feeling. I think we've kind of, we've righted a few wrongs you know we've lost to teams last season seasons before and this season we've really kind of you know we've come back from being down we've from being a goal up, goal down even we've you know I feel like there's just a real sense of togetherness about the squad all things that I'm just reciting the same kind of cliches that are going around this, the fan base so I was genuinely quite you know I was fairly positive obviously nervous because it's a big team big you know we've only at that point, we'd only had lost to United away, yeah. maybe controversially. So, you know, it was all sorts of kind of weird feelings. But I was overall, I was fairly positive. I thought a draw would be, you know, like if we can't lose, sorry, if we can't win, we don't lose. So yeah. I thought a draw would be a great result to take, um, which then you obviously said, well, for City, a draw isn't enough. They need to win. And mm. sadly, that's what ended up happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other big kind of I say big I mean I don't know some people were surprised by it the, the fact that Tommy Asu came in at right back instead of Ben White I mean Ben White's maybe 
I don't think he's been that bad personally, but obviously mm. he's been the victim of um, you know a couple of early substitutions from from Arteta. Yeah. Um, and do, do you think there was anything specific behind the you know Tommy Asu coming in instead of and White tactical? I, I mean, to be honest, I, I, I always struggle to try and decipher the 4D chess that goes on between Arteta and Pep and some of the other top managers. In the like, I just I can't figure it out, but I have faith in Arteta, and I think Tomiyasu played well. Again, this is like hindsight speaking. Yes, there were some defensive errors yesterday, again, which we'll go into. But I wasn't like when I saw Tomiyasu start, I wasn't like throwing it away. You know, I I wasn't surprised. I wasn't you know um, surprised in any way. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just going to echo the same things I think <laughs> that you said, like in terms of Ben White has been has been great and he has kind of fallen victim of these kind of substitutions as well. Um, but I wouldn't, it didn't make me think, it didn't make me lose any faith in the team getting a result, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. I'd probably, yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, Tommy Asu was obviously first choice right back last season yeah. and couldn't you know when when he wasn't around or when he wasn't fit we really missed him so you know it yeah. wasn't like um it didn't feel like the team was necessarily weakened but maybe just a slightly different option and like you say i'm sure arteta had his had his kind of tactical reasons for that change yeah um, and i think sorry sorry mate sorry to cut you oh, off go for it. i think i feel just kind of to stick with like no spoilers because i think everyone knows the score obviously at this point but like it's it's funny you mention it because i feel like the goals that we let in were kind of our own doing in some ways. It was defensive errors, I feel. It was sloppy yeah. defensive errors. Um, I just, you know, just to talk about some of the other defenders, like I just I just think, you know, Gabriel didn't really have the best game um, that he had. Uh, you know, Saliba, there was a lot of talk after the Brentford game, I feel, where he was basically getting slewed for his aerial threat. Well, lack of aerial threat, not lack of aerial threat, sorry. His defensive, you know, attributes aerially against Tony and this, that, and the other. Cause he won like no jewels or something apparently. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there was a lot of talk about, you know, Saliba and well, basically our defensive line. I think, you know, I just think, um, yeah, I think we, they just capitalized as they would because Man City are a very strong team. There's no shame by the way, for the record as well. There's no shame in losing to this team. I don't think, you know, it's frustrating because that one, one, we're going into the second half thinking, cool. We're at home. Let's do this, you know, game on. Mm. And then, yeah, it was just a bit harsh to receive, yeah. to be on the receiving end of two more goals. And I mean, this is without, oh, mate, sorry. I feel like if you have structured this thing, I'm going to be completely ruining it by mentioning <laughs> different things at different points. Because that's okay. I've just had one thought about the atmosphere. Then I've had the other, uh, other thought about should, the time. Should we, talk about, should we talk about the, the atmosphere then? Because like, let's do so, it, man. So, yeah, so going into the game, um, and in terms of us actually going into the ground, like it felt, it felt for me anyway, my, my kind of take on it um, or experience was it felt like, I mean, it obviously was a massive game. It felt like a big game. And I think there's been this common theme at the Emirates this season. And every time like we, as in we, myself, Raj, Rajesh, Aaron, and uh, talk about how the atmosphere was for a previous game, apart from probably the, probably apart from the Brentford game, the atmosphere has been unbelievable this season. And, you know, mm. everyone talks about, you know, this this kind of um, this connection that's now started or started probably last season with with this this group of players and the fans. And it's just grown and grown and grown. And um, you really see that you sense that uh, and you feel it in the in the stadium. And like, absolutely. Last night, it was it was rocking. Like you could just tell that the fans were trying to do everything they possibly could to really 
rally the team to really push yeah. the team you know and i think and it felt like the fans knew that the team would need that little extra push and it was like the, the stadium was rocking and i don't know if you've like seen anything kind of post-match but like even it's quite funny because you know typically play like sky sports talk sport i mean i don't necessarily <clears> listen to talk sport that much but talk sport this morning simon jordan i think he was at the game and even he was saying you know, his. I think he he said something along the lines of the atmosphere was amazing. The Arsenal fans were fantastic. It felt like a proper football. It finally feels like a proper football stadium this season. You know, he's really giving praise yeah, to no. the Arsenal fans, and we've never had that. You know, in in like, there's never been a time where anyone's ever said anyone neutral has ever said, you know, Arsenal. You know, Arsenal fans turn up and Arsenal fans are allowed. Basically, it's never happened. So, you know, full credit to the fans yesterday. Um, I don't know how you felt going into no, it. I- and- so I'm completely, yeah, completely agree, man. Games gone by, years gone by. It's been very quiet, regardless of the score, regardless of what's, you know, like, I mean, I haven't gone to, you know, um, as many, I'm not a season ticket holder like yourself. So take what I say with a pinch of salt, but years gone by, it's been very quiet. And like I feel like as soon as something happens, I think what summed it up, and this happened with a game, I want to say Leicester, where Saliba scored the own goal. Mm. Um, I think it was Leicester. Um and if I'm wrong, sorry, apologies. No, I think but you're right. Yeah, yeah. You guys don't um, clearly provide. <laughs> um, you don't do quick fact checks before you allow guests on, so I'm all right there. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I think Saliba obviously scored the own goal. I felt like within 20 seconds, we're all chanting the tequila chant with Saliba's name. Like, every, it, it's all popping off. It's just, you know, and yesterday the same thing happened with Tomiyasu when De Bruyne scored that fantastic finish i've got to say glorious finish little cheeky l1 square or l1 circle whichever fifa controllers (laughs) you go for and it was banging it was again everyone together this was just at one nil obviously but um yeah it was just you know i'm i'm lucky enough to be sitting yesterday i was at the clock end and not too far from the ashburton army um and it's like raucous it's it is a proper like I mean, when we're winning, it is a carnival. I've been lucky enough to go for a few games this season where we have been winning and it's been like carnival atmosphere. And I'm, no, I'm not exaggerating there. It's been really fun. Lots of shouting and screaming and enjoying and everyone just, yeah. The, the whole, I think because I have something to compare it to, like, mm. because like I said, years gone by, it's been very quiet, man. I've been at derbies. Yeah, there might be, you know, like, um, I don't know what year, but there was a Spurs, when we played Spurs at home. And there was nothing really on the line. I think that, like, you know, but it was so quiet, like painfully quiet. Mm-hmm. And it's so lovely, so amazing to see that atmosphere really, you know, because obviously we have that title of Highbury, Library, all of that stuff before. And, you know, so it's really good to see. It's funny because, I mean, I don't know if you, that's what I was going to say. Highbury, yeah, Highbury for me, I mean, I only went a few times. Um, didn't really get a chance to go as often as, as I would have liked due to my age pretty much and having no money. But um, uh, I remember it being quite loud. It's quite funny because maybe I just got lucky with the games I went to, but it was never just probably my experience more than anything. You know, I think I feel yeah. like that hybrid library tag was probably a little bit unfair. But I think, I mean, look, I think you, you know, I've been, I, you, sometimes you watch like games at Anfield, for example, as in you watch them on TV and, you know, uh, sometimes the atmosphere can be, lacking it's just not a, like a, a game where fans are really really up for it um, yeah yeah but yeah okay i think so, given the kind of sorry man i was just going to say yesterday especially given the kind of situation and it's the top two fighting it out and everything on the line it made sense that it was going to be as loud and raucous as it was you know 
yeah i think it was definitely you know and i've got to say as well i have unfortunately one of my biggest regrets i guess and this was obviously younger and also lack of money as well i've never been able to go to like a hybrid man i never was able to which is a you know extremely gutting yeah yeah on the topic of the stadium as well i've got to say the new kind of panels that they've got out there including the kind of hybrid you know the panels i don't know if i'm describing yeah, the, it well. um, artwork the, i think they call it artwork, the artwork yeah the yeah. artwork here yeah. um banging love it absolutely yeah, smashed love it, it. They? yeah they smashed it. yeah cool so i mean like you say first i mean look, if we talk about the first half i guess to start with because arsenal for me i th- i felt arsenal were good like it feels like we went we went toe to toe with them um there were periods there were periods where city looked dangerous there were periods where we looked dangerous but i think overall like raj put it quite well yesterday during the game i don't know if he might have said it to us when when we were with you post match as well but he sort of looked at it as a bit of a chess match where mm. both teams were very tactical but it kind of showed how our level if you think back like a couple of seasons even last season i think when we played them at the etihad but if you kind of go back over the last few years the gulf between city and us has been huge. Oh. And I think what we really showed in that first half yesterday was, you know, like I say, we were able to go toe to toe with them. And I think we're now at a point in our kind of cycle or, or project where we are a serious team, basically. And I think yeah. the first half really showed that. And it was really, really unfortunate the way that they scored, right? Because like, you know, you touched on it, a bad mistake from Tommy Asu. And I think you know, probably if he tries that pass a hundred times, you know, it probably makes it back to Ramsdale. That's what he was trying to do um, yeah. you know, more than 90 times or whatever. Just very, very, very unfortunate. But like you say, KDB like finish was unbelievable. And that's mm. that's why he is, you know, probably the best midfielder in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts just on the first half in general? Do you feel like Arsenal were, were, were kind of good value for? I think definitely. Them? Yeah, no, I think obviously I'm going to be biased Arsenal fan. Um, like, I think definitely we were we were really good. And I do, I think toe-to-toe is definitely, I think it's just so weird, man. Like, I know I've got to look at it objectively because the second half definitely wasn't toe-to-toe, right? Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, I think even though we did concede, I think we did play very well. It was, yeah, we were, I don't think, I think this is the thing, man. I think before I might have said to you, I think the trouble with this game is that we need to really just like sorry i just saw a comment coming in from aaron and, and that threw me off a little bit <laughs> up on the screen actually logs onto youtube <laughs> carry on man carry on yeah, Ignore aaron. no it's all good i'm sorry mate i'm a big fan of what you do but i just had to uh they had to get the uh bald understudy for today and the guardiola if you will um, but yeah no i think i can't remember what i was saying man i think it's just a case of um yeah mate i've, I've, I've been thrown off to be honest with you <laughs> i don't know what's happened there clearly not a professional you guys make it look far too easy. I think it was just along the lines of basically, I don't remember the first half other than just basically stoppages. It was very frustrating. They frustrated the crap out of us. Um, and obviously it was tactical and it worked. So at the end of the day, like I feel like the difference between like like that Newcastle game equally was very frustrating because they did similar tactics of time wasting and this, that and the other. But there was no attacking output from Newcastle. The difference with City is it's almost like it's inevitable there is going to, this is not going to be a goalless game. And the same with the FA Cup game when Ake scored kind of almost against the run of play in some ways. And this was exactly what this game was when, unfortunately, Tommy Yasu made that mistake, which led to the goal. Like yeah. it was kind of seemingly against the run of play. And to be honest with you, in that first half, and I really do love Eddie. I really do love Eddie. But I just feel like 
there was a chance fairly early on where he could have just banged it in and that could have been one nil. And I think had we been winning, had we been leading, should I say, completely different game, I think. Easy for me to say, maybe. I don't know. You, so you're referring to the the header that he misses in the first yeah, game? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was fairly early on. I want to say, I mean, I want to say maybe the open in 10 minutes, maybe? Maybe I less. I don't I can't, know. I'll be honest, I can't remember. Yeah, but no, I mean, obviously I remember the chance, but I don't remember when it was. Mm. But um, so, I mean, look, we, we, we managed to come back into the game and it was actually Eddie who wins us a penalty um quite unlucky actually with with the chance that he kind of tries to take even though he gets taken out sort of a second after or a fraction of a second after he he hits yeah. the shot but just on on the penalty because there was quite a lot of talk about this like i mean me and you were just saying before we started recording this that we haven't really like really watched the highlights properly like i haven't watched yeah. the game back um and it's a very different experience when you're at the game versus watching it on tv because you don't get the yeah, replays yeah. and the rest of it um but from what I've seen um, in regards to that penalty, a lot of people are saying it was soft and a lot of people are saying it sh- that it, that normally isn't given as a penalty. I just wanted keen to get your thoughts on... No, I completely, completely agree, mate. Like, to be honest with you, for those who haven't had the uh, pleasure of meeting me in person, I'm quite sure. So when there was the off-the-line clearance, I thought that went in. And there was people screaming and shouting. So I jumped in and like going around to hug strangers and stuff, you know, the usual Arsenal celebrations. And then it went quiet. And then suddenly referees pointed to the spot. Mm. Um, so I thought it might have been a handball or something like that. Definitely not a penalty, having rewatched it. Really? In, yeah, so I, I'm sure I, Gary I Neville would be very happy to hear that from an Arsenal fan. I think, um, I mean, I think but, that for me, that's the, that's, that's the kind of penalty. I mean, when you say you don't think it was a penalty, do you think, is that because no, he's I think already it's soft, got his shot right. away? Or? Maybe I take that back. I think it's it's soft. Um, no, actually, yeah, I think maybe if I just think if that was it's, it's that kind of classic rule of if that was given away, given to City, City. I yeah. would have been 100 percent vehemently denying that penalty. And I think mm. it was soft. It was soft. To, I mean, we'll take anything we can get at that point, I think, as well, because we need to we really need to break down that City team. And if anything was going to happen, it was going to be like a golden opportunity like that. Also, I mean, Edison already on a yellow. If he's the reason why there's a foul, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm not fully prepared for all the facts and regulations of the FA, and you know, is that not a sending off? Is that a second yellow? I don't, I don't really know what's happening at the stage. Like, I, I agree. I think we were a bit confused, like when this happened, um, and, and after the game, I don't know what the reason was. I'm not sure if there was a reason. <sighs> no idea, to be honest, mate. I'm with you in terms of not really knowing the kind of official rules and what, what, yeah, yeah, basically. So. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, yeah. I, I, interesting, interesting kind of view on the penalty because for me, I feel like they're the sorts of penalties that should be given more often, just because. Yes, he's managed to get his shot away, but I think if that happens, like if a centre back or if anyone on the pitch, sorry, if that happens outside of the box with two outfield players, foul. it's going to be yeah, a free yeah, kick yeah, yeah, right, yeah, all true, day long, and he true. doesn't just like clip him; he completely takes him out. Like Edison's yeah, nowhere yeah, yeah. near the ball. So, you know, I think if you're a striker and you're trying to get the shot away, you probably see Edison rushing towards you. It must have an effect on... An effect on you. Yeah, no, yeah, you're you right. Know, you're right. Maybe you've, or, yeah. maybe you've changed my mind but, on it. But like you say, I'm probably, probably biased as well. Well, obviously I'm biased. So yeah, um, probably an element of that in there as well. But look, Saka steps up, steps up and he's, you know... Cheese Louise. I mean, calmness. Personified. I mean, the yeah. fact that Edison did the whole, here, you can shoot here 
Yeah. Like he did the whole point. And at the clock end, we had a fantastic view as well. So that was even better to see. And um, yeah, man, like it's, by the way, I know maybe I shouldn't be uh, like, I don't know, promoting other Instagram groups or whatever. But one thing I will <laughs> say, fine. sorry, I'm going to do it. I don't know. I'm sorry if I get you in trouble or you get, <laughs> but yeah, basically Guna View, G-O-O-N-E-R-V-U-E. They posted a nice little clip of like, a, like you know, a collection of photos that become like a, you know, little flipbook yeah, thing. Yeah. Anyway, it looks gorgeous, and I'll, I'll send it to you afterwards. Nice. But nice. it looks banging, the way the penalty, you know, um, yeah. Like, yeah, as in, just a side note, completely uh, botching my chances of being on this pod again by talking about another um, <laughs> Instagram guy who's... No, man, we, it's, not, it's, not like, it's not that kind <laughs> I know, of... Uh, I know. We're not that kind of outfit, you know, promoting... You know what, man? Sorry, sorry. Just to come back to the penalty thing, though. Yeah. Glorious finish. And it was the same, like... Do you remember the Maitland-Niles penalties? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, I just rocked up like it didn't. Like, you know, he just literally nothing. casually it's proper walking the dog, then banging, <laughs> banging it top bin. But yeah, no, I think it's so nice, and obviously, given the whole past of Saka penalties for the Euros, etc., it's just so good to see him just be like. And I, feel, I don't know, maybe I'm making this up, maybe I'm you know sensationalizing it. I feel like Odegaard might have wanted to step up for the pen as well. And I feel like Saka was like, nah, I'm taking this. Oh, really? And, we couldn't see that from down our end. Yeah. I, I mean, again, maybe like, I need to rewatch again. But yeah. um, there's going to be, yeah, I feel like there was a few players and obviously City did the usual clever, annoying tactics of taking some time. Edison ran over to like, I think I felt like he ran to Pep or something. Like there was all sorts of stuff going on to delay the penalty being taken as well. And you really catch that in the moment, like when, you know, lucky enough to be at the game. It was just wonderful because obviously as a fan, you're like bricking it as well. Yeah. And yeah. Saka, fantastic finish. And then at that point, game on, you know. Exactly, yeah. Game on and it was right before half time, wasn't it? Um, I mean, I think, you know, 1-1 one, one going, like you say, game on at half time with pretty good performance or very good performance, I would say. And I think, you know, generally Arsenal coming out in the second half of most games, maybe not the last couple, you know, Brentford and, and Everton, but, you know, generally this season, we've come out with intent in the second half and we've really tried to, you know, kind of get an early goal, take it to the opposition, um, you know, control the ball, dominate the game and, and almost try and, you know, win the game in that first 15 or 20 minutes or whatever of the second half. But it was really interesting because, you know, City came out and for me, like for me, I felt like City just turned it up. They yeah. just took it up a gear. They just turned it up a notch, whatever you want to call it. Like, I, obviously, they made their substitution, um, which which we can come on to, like which was a which was quite an interesting one because it was obviously obviously meant it was a, a quite a big tactical change for them. But hmm. just in terms of what City are good at, right? Like we were we came out of the ground. I think just before we met you, we were obviously like me, Aaron, and Araj were very like. We were down, obviously, and just kind of, you know, in, initial thoughts and reaction. And my my view on it, my view on kind of that second half generally, was I felt like the mistakes that we made, a lot of the mistakes that we started started to make, started to creep into the game, I felt like they came as a result of just City doing what City do, just being such yeah. a kind of harassing type team, pressing so high up the pitch. And that's what they do to everyone. You know, that's when, when City are good. They have gears. I think yeah. that's what it comes down to. They have gears to go up and like, even, I mean, at 1-1, obviously I did believe, but even at the end of that half, it was a little bit sticky. I feel like there were points where 
you know, there were corners being given away and there was some nervousness. I feel like, you know, at the, um, well, you know, at Ramsdale's end, I feel like there were opportunities that they could have scored again and this, that and the other. But I think, yeah, like you said, after that sub, obviously planned because, you know, he's a tactical genius and all of that jazz. Like, I think he's, yeah, like I think they just have gears, man. I just feel like that's something that we don't have that we might need to address. Also, lots of other things about, like, I think, I think we are getting a bit predictable um, and have been for the past few um, games, I think, which is, you know, like there's rotational, you know, there's rotation in the squad, but there's also kind of the way we play as a unit needs to change it, like, you know, needs to change like in terms of in-game as well. And obviously Pep has the, you know, ability and the kind of um, players to do that. And we're not quite there yet, but I'm still hopeful, man. Like, I feel like, I would have been, you know, if this was like a 3-1 and we got a jammy goal, which is ironically probably what some people tuning into this might actually be thinking. But if we got a jammy goal, we were outplayed off the pitch and, you know, like just, you know, first half, second half, everything, you know, just it was just basically an embarrassing scoreline. Then I'd be a little bit less kind of optimistic. But I do feel like given everything that's happened, we do have still some way to go, but we're not that far off from the likes of City, but the only thing is City are going to improve and we need to be able to match that. But I think you made a very interesting point about the golf, like season's gone by. This is yeah. kind of just like a cool, yeah, turn up, get thrashed and then focus on the next game kind of thing. Um, so it was good to, it was definitely good to see like, um, you know, I feel like you asked a completely different question, bro. And I'm just, kind of, <laughs> like, I'm just no, thinking, no. I swear you asked about something completely different and I just started, yeah. Well, um, we're, we're just, no, that's fine, mate. That's fine. No, it's good. It's good to like, just like, get it all into perspective but like i was just yeah talking about sort of the second half so so they so they made their sub um uh mares comes off a kanji comes on they push bernardo silva further up the pitch because he started at basically left back which is sorry mental. can i just cut you off for a second yeah bernardo silva i don't even think he was meant to be on the pitch at this point i don't know if he's got a family relative with the referee or something like that but i feel like he should have had about four yellows at some point in the game i don't know again biased whatever but mm. I feel like there was a point where I was just thinking, how has he just not got at least a single yellow at this point? I think he did get a yellow by the end of the game. But there were so many decisions. And on that topic, sorry, again, this is like, you know, you've just started to, to breathe in a new kind of conversation. And I've just gone into Tomiyasu getting that yellow in the second half after. His what did he get a yellow for again? It was time wasting when oh, a, time wasting. When a yeah, throw in. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, interesting. So you get 35 minutes for you to correct the situation. Referee went and spoke to Gundogan. And, you know, um, he gets a yellow. Mm. Referee doesn't address Odegaard about, you know, this is time wasting or whatever. Also, don't know why we, we've been, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, bro, sorry. Maybe I should keep quiet and you should talk to yourself <laughs> at this point. <laughs> all good, all good. Um, no, I mean, look, I agree. I agree with the point you make about the time wasting, but I think oh, there was it was just one of those games where there was just so much nervousness and like emotion in it it was like that was mm. just it was like almost like a si bit of a side note in in the end you know but I, I i do i do get what you mean so it's a bit weird um but look, yeah so they made they made their sub um changed it up tactically pep did a bit of a pep um in terms of 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 making a pretty major change and you know at one one in a in a huge game um and i think about 10 minutes later it kind of pays off for them um you know, I think it's Gabriel who, I mean, a bit of an inexplicable one, really. Kind of similar to Tommy Asu in the sense it's just a 
really bad mistake that you just don't expect yeah. him to make. A pass that gets intercepted. And I think this is the other thing. City, this is why City are so good because other teams probably don't, a lot of other teams maybe don't punish you as quickly as City do. But like literally yeah. we lose the ball, like bang, 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 couple of passes and, you know, Grealish has got a, you know, very, very good chance. And a bit unfortunate the way it goes in because it comes off Tommy Asu and it kind of looks like when you watch the shot from, when you watch a replay of the goal from behind Grealish, yeah, it looks it like look Ramsdale. Like... Yeah, it looks like Ramsdale's probably got it covered. You can't yeah, say, no. but then you know the deflection sort of takes it past him, and they're two one up, and it you know I mean it felt it felt like a huge huge goal, and obviously it ended up being a huge goal. I mean, I don't know, mate. You got anything else to sort of add on? on yeah, that? I think I think to be honest with you, it's nothing more. It's just it's bizarre. Like I feel like we've been you know Gabriel. I mean, just the whole you know defensive line have been having a pretty solid season. Um, despite even the last few, yeah, I, I mean, they just had a solid season, like you know, they're doing well, mm. and I think just that goal to go in at that time as well. There was a lot of passing around, and it was just almost like there were it, it, it was quite difficult to watch, I'll be honest with you, at my end, because it was at the clock end, it was just like they were kind of playing yeah. with us a little bit, they were toying with us, and that's when I was just like, okay, cool, this is gonna get worse because they've got gears, you know, um. And I think, to be honest with you, Haaland was a different Haaland from the FA Cup Haaland that we saw, that we faced. He was, you know, he was fantastic. He was great. And, you know, got to put your hands up and say, like, if you've got the resources to buy Haaland, then you've got the resources to buy Haaland, isn't it? I can't really, uh, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, like, I'd take Mbappe at Arsenal over Haaland. Um, yeah. Stick him, stick him in with a number 14, with all due respect to Eddie, and call it a day. <laughs> but, like, no, I think... I just think with, um, yeah, I think it was sloppy defending, man. And it's, I think someone said, one of the three of you guys, you mentioned about how we haven't had to be that, maybe I'm not wording this correctly. Um, we haven't had to defend that hard this season so far. I feel like it was, you know, like in terms of now we're having to really work hard defensively. I don't know how to put it. Maybe I'm just kind of going off on one here, but I don't know if you kind of see what I mean in the sense that in the past, I think it just comes down to what you just said, like in the past, we haven't had to react as quickly as we had to, you know, whereas this felt like a bit more calamitous with our defending, mm -hmm. with those goals going in, um, with that Grealish finish and also with that kind of hard one at the end. It just seemed a little bit kind of unorganised. Yeah, um, I think I, I agree. Like, I think combination of maybe mistakes that led to nerves, young yeah. team... Um, the fact that you're, you know, you're kind of getting pressured a lot by a very, very good team. I think all of that just sort of culminated in these, yeah, just th th these mistakes. And even the third goal, I mean, we may as well talk about the third goal. Like it was a, I think from a city perspective, it's a pretty good move, you know? Um, oh yeah. They, they, yeah. They put a good move together, but we looked, we looked a bit like nowhere in terms of defensively. Mm. But I think by the time Harlan gets the ball, there's just no one, there's no one near him really. It's pretty yeah. much take a touch and, put it you know he just like pretty much passes it into the corner and um you know obviously that sealed it for them that that wins them the game but which is at that point is when i started hearing the city fans i'm not gonna lie like yeah, you were saying, it was, right. we were right next to the away end right and it's just this is infuriating as much as growing up with um the rivalry of united and you know just <laughs> we spoke about this at length yesterday i won't reveal too much of what was said but like i think you know having a strong dislike for united fans i think growing up um especially in the communities that we uh, spent a lot of time in and um city fans yesterday mate honestly they were so quiet and then obviously the goal goes in 
and they're you know doing this whole top of the league top of the league this that and the other mm. and then we score and then it's, it's just it's just silence like i mean at the end of the day like you got to respect any away fans i think in my opinion but the voice yeah. wasn't there until like 2-1 and then obviously 3-1 and they're you know there wasn't long left to play after that but it was just really difficult to kind of I, I, it was really difficult to stomach and for mm. me to get to you where i met you guys at the roundabout at the end i had to walk through these city fans and, oh really and of course you did, to, yeah. yeah and for me to keep quiet whilst like these city fans are like you know with london accent some of them mind you but you know mm. that's neither here nor there <laughs> like it was just um it was just so difficult to keep quiet and not say anything and get myself into trouble but you know I'm a lover, not a fighter, right? Um, so yeah, I think it was just, yeah. Again, I've gone off. I've gone off on one. Uh, cool, <clears throat> but the third um, goal was very well worked. I've got to say, like you, you like you've got. To, like I said, man, there's no shame in losing to City, and they have different gears. And I think I'm positive that in seasons to come, we are going to be close to that level with re- with the correct reinforcements with the correct kind of upgrade on players, so to speak. Like, I know um, Aaron mentioned a couple of things about Eddie in the chat and stuff. And I feel like now might be a good time to address them. I don't know. Sorry, mate. I'm not trying to kind of just jump no, in and do, do it. it you let's know. do it. Yeah. But I just well, feel like it, it makes a lot of sense. Like, I think in terms of he defenders aren't scared of Eddie, I'm afraid. And like, he did it against United. And I think that got us all gassed because he can do it against the big teams. And, hmm. you know... But I just feel like he was, you know, he doesn't offer anything else on the pitch, which is so true. And he does work hard. I can see, you know, I can, you know, go into the games and watching the games. You can see that. But I feel like it's just not, you know, sometimes I know it sounds harsh, but your best isn't good enough. And I think that's where we are. Or that's where maybe I am with Eddie. Like, I think I said, like a Tony, if we had a Tony yesterday, I think those headers would have gone in. Personally. Like an you're Ivan you're right. I mean, a lot of people saying if we had a, I mean, yeah, Tony, uh, or, you know, if you put Haaland in the Arsenal team, Arsenal win the game. So it, it, it oh, yeah. I, I agree with <laughs> you, you know, a different type of striker, um, or probably if a you switch the managers player. and switch the clubs and switch the money. I think we might've won that one last <laughs> yeah. night, but you know, <laughs> um, I was going to ask you about Eddie then. Yeah. Like it's good. He's a good, you know, because I think now we've got a decent sample size with Eddie, right. Where yeah. he's obviously smashed it when he came into the team after Hazes got injured. And now he's kind of, um, I don't want to say fallen off as such, but you know, especially yesterday, the chances he missed mm. were massive because it's that it's those types of chances in that type of game. You know, it's that's the difference. That's ultimately the difference, right? It's very very fine margins. Excuse me, very very fine margins. Um, but what I was going to ask you, I mean, it sounds like you're. I don't say you've lost faith faith with him, but are you? Would you basically? Would you be happy if we were to replace Eddie with a with someone else this summer? Like the only and. I think just to add a bit of context to that question, right? So obviously he mm. got a new contract, uh, I think last summer uh, or end of last season. He's on, you know, pretty big money now. And we, we, as in uh, our lot, we always have this conversation or this debate with Eddie about, you know, ultimately he's a second striker. He's a backup striker. You don't, you know, if everything goes well in your season, a player like Eddie Nketiah doesn't play much in the Premier League, basically. He's the guy that comes off the bench. He plays cup games, whatever. Mm. We've, we've been unlucky this season with the injury to Jesus. But in terms of a second striker, like if you go across the Premier League, there's not, second strikers-wise, there's not many teams that have 
if any, really, that have a world-class option to come off the bench. And I'm not even saying Ivan Tony would be a world-class option. I completely get that kind of thinking, and I'm probably in the same boat. But just yeah. on Eddie, like, you know, if you think about what he has been able to, or what he has offered in the games mm. he's played, he's generally been pretty good. I'm not saying you excuse him necessarily for missing those chances yesterday because we needed to put those chances away. Yeah, I think, I, you know what it is, bro, right? Firstly, coming back to the Ivan Tony thing, the reason why I mentioned him is because of his physical and aerial threat. And I think yeah. that's what we would have, I think, definitely played to that and got a few goals. With Eddie, I've got to preface everything with the fact that I love him. Like, Halen boy, you know, um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like he's been at the club for, you know, for a long time. I know he had a little kind of affair with Chelsea, so to speak, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Um, there's going to be a lot of fact-checking on this episode, I think, after... Oh, I you're right, he was at Chelsea already. first and then... Yeah, yeah. East and then, yeah, yeah. But he's an Arsenal boy, right? And I think at the end of the day, he's still, you know, he's done wonders for the, you know, for the English uh, under-21s, I feel, and like even, you know, growing up and all that. So I've got to preface everything with the fact that I do really like him and I really do want him to succeed. Um, yeah, you're right about the second string of strikers across the league. But... If we're challenging for the title, um, with January, it's gone now, obviously. I feel like if we are going to, you know, this is going to be our only opportunity in a while for us to really... And to be honest with you, I can't even believe what I'm saying. I've got almost G-checked myself because of the fact that top four, I would have been more than happy. And I've got a very, very funny, and by funny, I mean not funny at all feeling, that United might actually go ahead and win the league. I've got a, Win the this, league. Mate, honestly, I've got this really weird feeling. And I really hope I'm wrong. But oh, I just feel like, yeah, anyway, that's another conversation for another podcast. I think I'm not ready to crack open another beer or bottle of wine or something just yet for that. Um, I think with, yeah, with with Eddie, I just feel like, to me, I feel like I counted three chances. At least one of them has to go in. Like he has to. And I, I just, I don't think it's his positioning. I don't think it's, it's just literally, at that case, it's a case of aim, direction and quality. It's execution, and, isn't it? It's execution. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's exactly that. And he does yeah. so much right. He does mm. so much right. But as a striker, kind of in, in some ways, the only thing you've got to do right is get the ball in the back of the net. And I, I really don't, you know, I don't want to hate on him, really like him, but I just think we need to really look on a more suitable upgrade. And I think that's where we are really with Eddie. And I think he's... <sighs> the thing is, right, would Jesus score those chances? Do you know what I mean? That's also another way to look at it. Like, I don't know if Jesus is guaranteed to have, you know, scored those opportunities as well. But I think with Jesus, as he makes his own opportunities, he, you know, he offers so much more than just being the guy who's the number nine who finishes. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, completely agree. And I think we really do miss him. Um, and on that kind of topic as well, of players that we missed, like Party didn't play, obviously, Eddie didn't. Uh, Eddie did play. Oh, didn't. No, I'm taking the piss. Uh, party played. Uh, party didn't play. Sorry, and obviously Jesus didn't play. And we still faced the City team, and we didn't do too badly, really and truly, right? So can't really be too disheartened um, with that. I guess maybe I'm just really scraping for some sort of positive, you know, sense I, here. I don't I, know, man. I mean, like, look. I think you know. Yeah, my overall kind of view on it like i'm super disappointed because like we said at the start right like you said sorry it's a game you just don't want to look like if you can't win it just don't lose it um mm. but i think on reflection like so this probably leads us quite nicely onto like how how what this means for arsenal for the rest of this season 
still fit. I mean, it's not early in the season anymore, but there's still a lot, a lot of football to play. There's still a lot of points to play for. I think we've got 16 games left. So yeah. when you put it like that, there's so there's so much that can change and who knows what's going to happen, right? Your, your point about United and them coming back into it could, could, could very well happen, right? Hopefully not, but yeah. Could. Um, but like, it feels like the reaction has been, I mean, it's been like 24 hours since we lost, but the reaction last night, you know, we're all checking Twitter and all the rest of it and, you know, Sky Sports and everything. And, you know, it's, there's been a bit, I think there's been a bit of an overreaction where people have like kind of lost a bit of a grip on kind of like where we actually are and what's actually potentially possible for, for this team. Mm. Um, and for me, yeah, for me, in terms of just on reflection, like you say, and, and we've said it a couple of times in this discussion, right? We, we went toe to toe. Um, and yeah, we didn't have party. And I think everyone was shitting themselves before the game. We were all like, all right, you know, you may as well not bother playing the games. So a lot of people were pretty much having that, had that sort of attitude where it was like, without party, we've got no chance. And Jorginho had a decent game. Jorginho did what yeah. he does quite well in terms of his qualities showed. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. And I'm not definitely. sure. Part, yeah. And, you know, like maybe even with party on the pitch, we may still have lost that game. I don't think necessarily the reason we lost was party. I think maybe the reason we lost was just City were better than us. Like, you know, that could be the case. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win the league because ultimately who the team that wins the league is going to be the team that's probably the most consistent in those like 16 or 17 games that are left, you know, um, yeah, and City have no, done it so definitely. many times, but it's now, you know, Arsenal are going to have to show that they, they can do it. You know, it's their turn, you know, that that's what we're going to have to do to try and win the league. But like, just in terms of the rest of the season, right? Like we've got a run of fixtures and we always do this yeah, where we've kind of gone through a period of games where we've not done very well at all. <laughs> picked up one point from nine haven't won in four games in all competitions but now we've got a run where um you look at some of the you can look at the games we've got coming up um and we're going to come on to villa in a bit so we'll, we'll talk about mm. villa in a second but like where, where do you see arsenal now you know having gone through this kind of tough tougher period do you think that you know do you, realistically do you think uh, we can sustain a title challenge do you think we're going to kind of fall into a bit of a top four great like you know challenge for top four what would you what do you think like 24 hours after we've just lost to to see i'm not as like you know um facts are facts right <laughs> facts are facts facts are facts we're we've got a game in hand and we're level on points goal difference aside yeah i know they're kind of walloping us with that as well and by they i mean city right but at the end of the day it's not like we've suddenly dropped to like second third fourth fifth whatever right so yeah. it's still very much possible Again, I've just got to always slap myself that I'm even having this conversation about us being title contenders. Um, I think it's just difficult to think about slipping because of the fact that we played so well. We were really deserved to be top, you know, um, for as long as we were. And hopefully we will be back on it come this Saturday, um, which is another thing, man. 12.30 kickoff after playing on a Wednesday night. Don't know like what's going on there. But and away as well. And obviously, you know, Pep made his comments about how tough it is for him to travel to, you know, London, to, <laughs> you know, but do you know what I mean? Anyway, excuses, excuses at the end of the day. But like, I'm, I'm still positive, man. I, I, you know, I think genuinely, hand on heart, top four is where I sit, you know, and anything above that is, you know, great. Because I think by once again, we've proven that we can get good um, players in without Champions League football. So, with the introduction of Champions League football, you know, maybe that dream of me getting Mbappe might come, <laughs> come might come true in it. But you know what I mean? Like, as in, I know I'm 
you know, like I'm being silly, but just, you know, I think the level will improve. Um, there's going to be further development with the players who are already young and everyone keeps saying young, inexperienced and this, that and the other. But all of these games, as as difficult as it may be to stomach, are going to be so vital in years to come yeah, when a, a new, um, you know, a new selection of City players will come in and face the Premier League for the first time or whatever it might be. And we've already been there and we've already felt that pain. And I mean, unfortunately, we felt we felt that pain eleven times in the last few years or something. I don't think Arteta's got a result at City for a long time uh, with yeah. against City even for a long time. But I think, yeah, I'm still hopeful, man. Like I don't, you know, like I don't see why we can't win the league. But at the same time, I maybe I'm the most reason. The reason why I'm mainly positive is because I don't see us losing any of those top four places, and yeah. that's kind of the ultimate goal. If we're looking at it in the general kind of um, taking a general view if we step back and take a general view and realize obviously it's easy to speak stupidly when you're hurt and a lot of the stuff on arsenal twitter is frankly is bollocks like obviously like people are really kind of you know talking about Jorginho and this that and the other mm. and i genuinely thought he had a good game personally yeah, I, you I know it was well. difficult because you want party you know he's what he's capable of he's proven it but i think with party as well man i just feel like it's that availability availability is the strongest kind of attribute you can have in football i feel Mm. and consistency and if he's not available i just feel like he's such a great player but what's what good is that if he can't play you know well i think that that you know t- ties up to why we're looking at players like declan rice and caicedo big i would love declan rice me too. i would love declan rice. for like two seasons so yeah I, I thought it was just this season though no. okay i yeah. i've been sorry no i've been as and i've been like kind of uh campaigning for him for a while oh so. my bad i thought but yeah, i mean yeah. it looks fairly no, realistic man like it does. Yeah. we'll see but i'd even take jude bellingham you know i know he's not the greatest player but <laughs> we can dream we can dream yeah. um all right cool so look, i mean you're st- I, i'm still you know just to kind of finish on that point yeah i'm i'm still optimistic i agree man like hmm. you know top four would just be amazing um it would just be amazing this season in terms of an achievement um and you know, having Champions League football back next season at the Emirates and just being in the mix, being in that conversation again, you know, being kind of at the top table, all of that stuff, you know, that that it, that will be big for Arsenal. And like you say, it kind of puts us on a, it puts us on the platform, the next platform up or the next level up where it means, yeah, the kind of players that we can hopefully attract. But, you know, look, we're still in a title race. It's not over. Like I said, there's mm. so many points to play for. Um, and that, that kind of moves us quite nicely onto the next game that or the, the game against Villa on Saturday. So we've got, you know, like you say, very, very, not very much time to recover from that kind of game. Um, very intense game, very difficult game against City. Um, we, we, um, we've got to pick ourselves back up quickly. Go on. I'm not looking forward to it. I'll be honest with you. Really? But yeah, man. I think, I think Emery really got rinsed by a lot of media and I think he's going to come back with a vengeance. I'm not going to lie. I really, I really wish, um, um, Snap, what's good, Fez? I've seen Nav in the comments as well. Sorry. Getting a lot of love, man. Jeez, thank you. Yeah, guys. I know. I think everyone's tuned in to see you, mate. I don't know. Don't get used to it. Don't get used to it, guys. <laughs> I'm going to stick with, um, you know, watching Apprentice on Thursday nights, bro. <laughs> 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 no, I think, um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I just think he got such a, like, um, he was treated rough, man, by, you know, media. And I think we didn't give him as much time. Um, to be honest with you, all of it's a blur. I just respected him. Because he obviously had a you know a great CV before in terms of trophies won Europa with the resources he had, and um, you know I just I think 
we might get our just desserts for that. Mm. Maybe we, you know, um, that's a very terrible attitude to have because we really need to pick ourselves up now at this point because it's a case of, is it a blip or is it a slump? And we really need to turn this kind of, okay, cool. It's all happened. Whatever's happened's happened onto the next one and treat every game as like, bam, forget the game in hand now. That's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. And just be psychologically strong. Also on the topic of the, I think the mental strength that City showed as well, you know, because we were really coming back to the atmosphere of the ground as well. We were screaming, man, the, the, the whole, it was so hostile as a City player mm. and a City fan. Yeah. Um, you know, like I guess they've they've been there and done it, haven't they? That's this the is it, yeah. Not not at Champions League level, unfortunately for them, but you know, um, <laughs> but, neither of we. So I don't know where that confidence came from for me. <laughs> but you know, it was it's it, it was so hostile, and like I think we need to really be able to just push on now. And unfortunately, yeah. I'm I never predict losses because I'm an Arsenal fan, and I don't want to speak it into existence. So when we get to that stage where, um, you know, that might happen. Uh, I guess you're going to do a prediction at the end of this, right? For the we'll, we'll, we'll finish off with predictions. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So um, I mean, I mean, look, it, just looking at Villa, right? Like, it's quite interesting because, yeah, obviously, look, they've 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 changed managers mid-season. Um, Emery's come in. I think he's actually been doing all right. Uh, his record, I believe, is they've won five of the nine games that he's managed. They've lost three. So you know, they're kind of, I guess, you could say doing a lot better than they were under Gerard for sure but you know he seems to have added a bit of a bit of stability uh, and that is what Emery's about right you know that that style of play he likes to play quite compact and tight and just be very well organized and mm. you know the 12:30 kickoff thing that you mentioned like this has got for me it's got some similarities to the Everton game a couple of weeks ago like I know that yeah. had its own narrative with with Daesh and everything but you know yeah. it feels it feels like you know we're going to be playing first it's a way we haven't had that much time to recover. And look, these sound like excuses. I'm not making excuses, but I'm just, you know, being completely honest. Like they're going to have to really pick themselves up very, very quickly. Like they can't be feeling sorry for themselves after what happened mm -hmm. last night. They're going to have to be back on it. And <laughs> it does feel like, you know, I post Everton after the Everton game, it was like, right, we've got a home game against Brentford. You've got to put in a, like there has to be a reaction. There has to be, a, you have to win the game, but there has to be a reaction. And we weren't able to do that. We didn't really get the performance. We didn't get the result. Um, but now it feels like, again, we're saying the same kind of thing. Because I think if you start to now, if, if we start to now drop points in these sort of, like we've got Villa away, Leicester away, uh, Everton at home, maybe I can't remember. But, you know, these are the games that if you're going to win the league, like I was saying before, mm. you're going to have to, you've got to just churn out results. No, bro. Not playing well. Exactly that. And I think, I feel sorry to cut you off. I know you were no, about no, to say some more. But I think, again, it's, it's about kind of writing those wrongs from last season. And mm -hmm. I feel like we've done a lot of that at the beginning of the season. The first half of the season, we've, you know, I feel like we've done a lot. And I feel like this is another opportunity, like you said, to pick ourselves up, despite the negativity that you just heard from me about a minute ago. I'm still kind of eager, uh, like eager. I'm just still, I'm still kind of expecting for us to really go at it. And yeah, of course we can't feel sorry for ourselves because this is a competitive sport, man. Like, you know, and there are going to be teams that are ruthless, whether that be City whether that be even United at this point now, looking at this blip, they had, I mean, I don't know if you tuned into the Barcelona United game today, just like before we saw bits, went on. Saw bits, but yeah. United played well, man. It was 2-2 two -two yeah. in the end and they played well, as much as I hate to admit it. Rashford again, killing it. And mm -hmm. like, um, they're coming into a really good run of form at potentially the worst time for us. Mm -hmm. um, and for us to be on the kind of opposite end, not yeah. great, you know, not great. So I think this will be a real kind of, 
I mean, I feel like every pundit out there said, this is going to be the test. This is going to be the test. This is going to be the test. And I feel like now they'll probably stop saying that because we failed this test against City. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's less pressure on our side. I don't know. But it's all narratives again. Like, you know, um, like, you know, new manager bounce with Everton. Maybe I'm just talking excuses here, bro. I don't know. But I feel like with the um, Villa game coming up, we've really got to just be like, you know, and my mate Fez, shout out Fez, by the way, for getting in touch. He's just mentioned about the whole, you know, thinking that, I mean, Arsenal do have a better team. And I'm, you know, I'm likely to agree, but it's not sometimes about having a better team or not, unfortunately. It's about the way the team is managed. And like you were alluding to before, Mm. Emery has kind of, you know, good tactics as well, you know. And he knows the Arsenal team fairly well. Yes, there have been some changes since. And our style of play has changed. But it's not that far from, you know, what he would have experienced. And he'll know, more importantly, he'll know the weaknesses of the players. Mm, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, look, you, you don't sound like massively confident. <laughs> I feel like I've kind of started off not confident. Then I am. Then I'm not. I'm in between somewhere, bro. I think I'm still like, you know, um, I'm still suffering from the defeat yesterday, to be honest with you, yeah. for me yeah. to be overly optimistic. Um, but I feel like I'm still going to predict a win. I'll be honest with okay. you. I'm still going to predict a win. But what I will say is I think we're going to have to work very hard for it. This isn't going to be like an... I feel like game's gone by. We've played Villa already at home, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah we did. We won, but I can't, can't remember the game. I feel like... Um... Yeah, but I feel... To my knowledge, I feel like it was a bit of a kind of we just won easily. Maybe I'm making that up. Was it a 2-0, I want to say? Honestly, can't remember, mate. It's just terrible, man. But, it's like yeah, the blind yeah. leading the blind here. Um, I just, we just, we just I, made something up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 8-0. I'm not sure. But yeah. yeah. I just think with Martinez as well in goal, it's just that whole kind of... He pisses me off as well, man. <laughs> he just... yeah, he's, he's not left Arsenal in a, in, a, in, a, in a good way. So look, let's do predictions then. So I, yeah. I quickly messaged um, Aaron and... Well, I messaged the boys to get them, get some predictions off them. So... I, Interestingly, yeah, um, Aaron said 1-0 Arsenal. Raja said said 2-1. Uh, he did give some rationale to that as well. I'm just sort of reading the WhatsApp chat. So he said something along the lines it. of, um, he thinks if we don't start winning soon, uh, he really thinks we're going to get dragged into a top four race or battle. Um, and he says, if we win against Villa, I can see us going on a, on a winning streak. Um, and he said, I'm also feeling fundamentally better about not having party in the team, but obviously I would rather have him. So I think he's basically saying... Yeah, it's not a bad kind of uh there you go. Not a bad um kind of guy to come in. So I mean, I'll just quickly give my prediction um as well. So I think you guys like the fact that you're all you all think we you're predicting wins has sort of maybe convinced me as well because I was sort of gonna sit on the fence. I think I just think it's gonna be quite I've just got concerns about being able to come off the back of this little run that we've had of bad games, um, bad performances, bad results. And the city one might have just taken out, taken a lot out of them. And I'm very worried that Arteta is just going to stick with the same team again. Like I really want to see not, a couple I'm... of changes. What you want? You want? You... No, this is the thing that kind of troubles me, man. I just think we need rotation and you need the unpredictability. You don't want to turn up and be like, you know, as in as an opposition. If you see the same team, you know the systems, you know the way they play, and that's something that I'm worried about in just in the general long term. 
Mm. But Arteta can only do what he can do with the resources in front of him. And he can only play with, you know, I mean, like, I don't expect him to suddenly bring on Nelson to start and Cozy Dubery. And like, do you know what I no, mean? No, of course not. So, but I'm looking at players like Trossard, right? I'm looking at maybe like just freshening it up a little bit. Like Martinelli's just, it feels like he's just... He's I, got I still, he's stale, I don't he? Yeah. He's got a bit stale. He, I think stale's the right word. He but, had a good... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just... Sorry, bro. I don't know, because I know we've moved on to the Villa talk, right? But I do want to say, I feel like Martinelli had a good game. He had a good first half, should I say, at mm. City. But I don't, because I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure when Carl Walker got a yellow. I feel like Carl Walker got a yellow. Anyway, I feel like he should have really exploited that fact that he was on a yellow. Was he still on the pitch at this point? So th this is really interesting, right? Yeah, so you're right. He did get yellow. And I, so I had the same thought. And I was really perplexed by... So obviously, first half, we mm. were behind um, like uh, Arsenal attacking. Also. So we were behind our defence, if that makes any sense, like looking at looking at it. So every time basically Gabriel yeah. had the ball on the left-hand side of uh, the back, you know, the centre-back. So he's a left, left, sorry, he's the left centre-back. Every time he had the ball, you'd see Martinelli. Martinelli would be on the touchline, you know, literally hugging the touchline. And there was that ball out to him was there. And then he's kind of one-on-one -on -one with Walker. Mm. And every single time Gabriel just came back inside and passed it to Saliba or passed it to Jorginho. He never went out to yeah. Martinelli. It was a really weird, like I was really confused by that because it just seemed like a really obvious like tactic. Mm. Like you say, go and attack the guy, you know, the fullback who's on the yellow card. But sorry, anyway, you were saying. No, I think just, I mean, other thoughts have come into my head. I know we've moved on and I'm sure you want to get to bed at some point as well, bro. Sorry. But in terms of coming back to the city thing as well, and I think experience is a big factor because I think the nerves really appeared where you've got like even players like Odegaard overhitting passes, shaky moments in defense. And all of this, it's like when a shark smells blood, they're going to attack, right? Mm. When you sniff that. And that's what City are like in that sense. That just made me think of the whole, you know, the whole Martinelli thing and just not passing to him. And I think that comes down to confidence. Maybe there was just no confidence i don't know i don't know i feel like martinelli could have been like used better or whatever rather than me jumping to a conclusion of he didn't play well i feel like mm -hmm. he wasn't used well as opposed yeah, to yeah. you know okay. but i do think it needs to switch up and i do agree like i think trossard does need to come in um, especially when there's only two days between games right like 100 opportunity to to do that but yeah and that's me saying that despite having martinelli in my fpl so <laughs> you know that's got to be something right it's got to yeah, be worth yeah. something i'll tell you if you're listening <laughs> Firstly, hi, thank you. But <laughs> secondly, yeah, jump in with Trossard, man. I think, and he's a good player and he's experienced. Like when he came on that half, I think one of the first things I thought was, it's so good to see. I, mate, sorry, it's all a blur. But when he came on against, who was it, bro? When Trossard had his debut, like his, not his full debut, but uh, he hasn't had a full debut, but. He came on against United and he's obviously scored against Brentford. Maybe it was United then. But he came on and he looked like he'd been part of the team for like years. So it could have been that. It could have been the City game, the FA Cup game, because he started that game, the City game. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. I don't know that. Yeah. One of the games, the, the first, basically his first minutes as an Arsenal player, mm. I just feel like there was no adjustment period. And that's exactly what we want, given that he's, um, yeah, given that we've got less time to kind of recover, basically. Mm. So, yeah, man, I'm just echoing the same thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I can see. I mean, yeah, I, can, I, I think, you know, combination of kind of bad form and fatigue maybe as well. 
I, I wonder if he might just think this is maybe the game to just make one or two changes. Um, and and you know, like this is why we kind of bought these play. Like this is why we bought the likes of Trossard, right? It wasn't for him to just sit on the bench. It was for him to be ready to go in, in games like this with that Premier League experience and international experience and all of that. So, yeah, let's see what kind of team he picks up. I mean, look, I'm going to go with a 2-1 Arsenal win as well. I think it's going to be, like you say, I think it's going to be really tight. I think, as you said as well, we're going to have yeah. to work for it. Um, I'm not necessarily feeling that confident in backing that prediction. Yeah. But um, I think the fact that we have to, we absolutely have to, like, we have to win the game if we've got any ambitions of actually winning the league this season. And yeah. I'm hoping that might be enough motivation for them to really put in a performance. Um, and yeah, fingers crossed party's back, but it doesn't sound like, I'm not sure, not sure what's going to happen with him, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I was going to go for 2-1 as well, but just to be different, I don't think it's going to be a 3-1 game. I might, I t- the thing is, I would say 3-2 just to be different, but yeah. I don't know if we've got it in us to score three goals i don't know i haven't been following villa as much in terms of well, they just lost their last do. couple they lost to um leicester i think they got oh they got like, battered didn't they i feel yeah and then was it united uh, city they lost it last week city they yeah. lost it last week yeah which you know which is like run of the mill <laughs> stuff really <laughs> old news yeah yeah i i'm gonna go three two just to be different i did think two one but i think it is like i said i think it's gonna be a very tough one mm. um but this is the thing. I think, yeah, I just think it's just the unforced errors. Sorry, I'm still obviously, again, reading from the City game as well. And I just think it's the unforced errors that we need to really think about. Set pieces, not feeling confident at all. And I think this is where Villa will probably exploit. Um, I think Ollie Watkins is a great player as well. Mm. Um, they've obviously got a great keeper. So even if we get past the defence, we have to beat Martinez as well, which is such a shame, man. I used to love him. And he's such a he's such a knob now. Like we we had some intro. Oh god, Nero, Nero, and uh, yeah, we had we had yeah we had, it was just funny because every time Martinez comes up in conversation, like we have always had that debate about should we have sold him, should we not have sold him, and yeah, we just go around in circles with it because it was like if we hadn't have sold, like you know anyway, whatever. But yeah, but I, Ramsdale I is Ramsdale is I am number one now, and he's fantastic. And I don't even know who our number two is. Is it is it Hein? Uh, Turner, Turner, Turner. Oh, Turner. of course, Tina Turner, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, who's the solid player as well? I do like him. I do like him, but I haven't seen enough of him. But he played well in the. Um, I feel like he made some good saves in the FA Cup, even despite us going out. But he's been decent. Yeah, Fez. I know it's Matt Turner, bro. I was just joking. It's, <laughs> I know it's not Tina Turner. <laughs> nice one. Love. Cool. All right, Ruben. Um, I think we could probably wrap it up there. I think we've uh, yeah. sort of covered everything. Um, so no, mate, thank you very much. Awesome debut. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's a bit mad. It's a bit hope, mad. It's all a little bit, you guys it. make it look easy. I did enjoy it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel a bit, you know, it's a bit surreal, man. Being, you know, following the pod. I've got to say, just obviously, first and foremost, thank you for having me on. And secondly, keep okay. it up, man. I'm a big fan of your takes. I always say this to you, and this will probably be the last compliment you hear from me about the pod now <laughs> that you've got me on um, for, for a guest. Don't worry, I'm not getting too carried away. But I think you just give really good level-headed responses and it's always good. I mean, obviously, we all know there's lots of media outlets and podcasts and programs for Arsenal stuff that are followed by a lot of fans, not just Arsenal fans. Um, but it's really nice to have level-headed you know, responses after games. So I really appreciate what you guys do. And Thanks, it's quite silly that you've got me on to ruin that now. <laughs> <laughs> No, of course not, mate. No, thanks a lot for joining. Appreciate the kind words. It's very, very kind of you to say. 
um and no thanks for your inputs because um no it's been a good chat i've really enjoyed it yeah definitely man cool all right let's leave it there nice one thank you everyone for tuning in thanks for all the comments loads of comments today and thanks for like yeah just the positive positive uh yeah positive comments and yeah shani just that final one there cheers mate thanks a lot for that as well we appreciate it um cool we'll probably be recording after the villa game next hopefully uh if uh, aaron and rajesh like sort their shit out um <laughs> turn up um but yeah cool let's end it there have a good evening man take it easy. take thanks care guys, in a bit. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.